This week we're on hiatus, so we didn't watch a movie. Instead, you get a bonus episode. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. And I am all alone this week. Uh, We are on hiatus, so I am here in the Beat Delicatessen where I do all the editing for the podcast. I call it the Beat Delicatessen because this is where I mix my beats. This is where I eat my meats. It is my kitchen, is what I mean. It is the kitchen in my tiny one-bedroom apartment in Chicago. Moving on! Uh, There are no war crimes. There are no body counts. There are no favorite kills this week. This week, uh, it's just me coming to you with a little but John Rooney likes to call bloops and bleeps. I don't know, bloops and goofs. He's always changing it. Uh, But what normal people call bloopers. These are things that were cut out of the show for one reason or another. And now we are passing the savings on to you. Congratulations, loyal consumer. Uh, What we're going to get here are just a little bit of things cut out of the show. This first little bit was actually from our most recent mini-sode, Favorite Heist Sequences. And I don't think it really needs much of an introduction. So cue the stupid comedy sound effect and enjoy. I mean, we're also, there's Oceans movies. Right. Guys, there's Oceans movies. Yeah, but those were terrible. This will go on oh, our Christmas clip show. <laughs> uh, I've only seen Oceans 13, and fuck that movie. Ooh. It is okay, so dumb that's boring. the only one I haven't seen. Okay, so here's the thing. Oceans 11, legitimately great. Oceans kind of okay, 12. Yeah. Oceans 12 is a giant hunk of steaming, yeah. like, cat shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just gross, and, like, the cat's got, like, yeah. health problems, and it's just wet <laughs> and gross. Oh, Ocean's 13, then, in comparison to 12, is fantastic. Like, that's what I keep hearing. Like, I keep hearing that, oh, 2 is really bad, 3 is where it gets its groove back, and I cannot believe Uh, that. The thing with 3 is that it's... The thing with Ocean's 13 is that it's, like, 45 minutes way too long. It is uh, 145 minutes way too long. It is... Like, like Al Pacino is awful in that. Yeah, but, like... And not even, like, charming, devil's advocate awful. Well, because he used the rest of his mojo in devil's advocate. (laughs) You're an absentee landlord! She's got a great ass! (laughs) Love scientifically... It's exactly the same as large amounts of chocolate. <laughs> I hope this is being recorded. It is. Oh, it is. All of this is. Like Excellent. I said, this is going to go in our New Year's clip show. Yeah. Our bloops and Our bloops and goofs. Oh, boy. Our bloops and bleeps is the uh, robot company I'm making. <laughs> nice. Bloops and bleeps. Bloops and bleeps. Come on down to bloops and bleeps. <laughs> we got your bleeps. We got your bleeps. This robot cleans up garbage. This robot is garbage. Come on down to bleeps and bleeps. This week only we've got a sale on protocol droids. They all speak the binary language of load lifters. Don't worry about this R4 unit. Its motivators are guaranteed in working condition. (laughs) Gonk. Gonk. Oh my god, Gonk the Power Droid is probably my favorite robot of all time. (laughs) Because I love it. It shows up in New Hope. It's just gonking and gooking around. And then it somehow displeases Jabba in Return of the Jedi and gets straight up tortured. It gets branded. (laughs) It gets branded. It gets melted. And it screams. It screams. And like, what did Gonk the Power Droid? 
Why does the power droid give him, like, pain receptors? Why is that droid given a personality? Its entire purpose is to move around from place to place, keeping electronics recharged. It is a lithium battery for all of your portable iPhone devices. And I guess Jabba's like, make it feel pain. It has displeased me. I'm down to two bars. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not fluent in Hutties. <laughs> Do you guys know that the Jawas are actually talking a real language? It's like a, it's not Swahili, but it's like an African tongue. Are you sure it's not just like Esperanto or something? It's not Esperanto. It's like an actual uh, African language. In fact, two of the Jawas in uh, New Hope, for like half a second, one of them asks, what does it mean to be a man? <laughs> Nice. Which I want to follow that guy yeah. and then he on his adventure. Yeah. What does it mean to be a man? Shut up and shoot that droid. Okay. That's what it means to be a man. Murder that droid. Whoever, whoever, like built the first bunch of droids and then was just like, you know, what make these droids better if they had memories, personalities, and felt pain. Because every time I kick my droid, it doesn't understand that I'm. (laughs) There's actually a really uh, legit cool fan theory, which is after the Clone Wars, which was primarily fought with droids, uh, and they don't feel pain (laughs) at all in that. Uh, like, C-3PO gets his head knocked off, and he's just like, I'm punning around. I'm a goofy, wacky guy. But some of the battle droids do, though. Sometimes, but, like, it's certainly not on the level of 3PO in uh, Empire Strikes Back, right. where he's like, there's a bug on the Falcon window. We're all gonna die. That's a solid 3PO. Yeah, that's that's pretty great, great. actually. Um, so, like, the idea is as, like, uh, basically looking at the droids as, like, having engaged essentially in a slave revolt, so they are all programmed to feel fear and pain. And be like discomfort with themselves so that they never rise up again. Uh, this moment brought to you by me knowing too much about Star Wars. Star Wars, look around at these Star Wars. So, everybody, welcome to the mini episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that crazy, wacky stuff? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really listen to it. Moving on, uh, this next bit is from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode. Uh, there's actually four little bits in here. We're gonna discuss some things, including uh, why Zordon would pick dumb teenagers to do his bidding, Rick James, a little bit about Lego, and of course, John's massive theory about the Sith rule of two. Enjoy more dumb Star Wars stuff, and cue comedic sound effect. Here we go! Can we take a brief moment before we start talking about the movie about how hiring five teenagers with attitudes to be your world-saving heroes is probably the worst business decision ever? Hey, hey, that worked great for solving mysteries as far back as the late 60s. (laughs) You're right, but it it worked out really badly for my McDonald's franchise. (laughs) And Hollywood video, blockbuster video, pretty much any place that ended with video. I just love the fact that five surly hormonal teenagers are given ninjas powers and giant robots. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That if clerks taught me anything, it's that teenagers need to be empowered with responsibility. <laughs> uh, I just really, I just want to say that's my favorite part of of both Super Freak and and 
can't touch this is yeah. Rick James yelling temptation sing <laughs> because it's not like a it's not like a, he's not asking them to no he's just he's telling straight them up to. commanding the temptations <laughs> to sing and and like the, then the temptations are like yes sir Mr. Rick James well, he is he say? is new Motown we have to <laughs> legally obey well, his demands they, to be fair they just don't want to be thrown down in a sex dungeon and get burned with a crack pipe for six months <laughs> so I get it I just I love that this is gonna be the podcast only 90s kids will get <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, all you '90s kids, Rick James fans. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was huge. Oh, <laughs> uh, you probably put with Playmobil when you were a kid too. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I was all on board for the Lincoln Logs, buddy. Uh, uh, Legos, please. I'm a Mega Bloks guy. Said John uh, Rooney. Duplo, more like. Well, that's still Lego, asshead. Duplo is not Lego. Yes, it is. Duplo is the children's version of Lego. Listener, write in. <laughs> All I'm One saying. listener that we have left at this Ever, point. Even at the end of the Lego movie, the the, the the evil things come from planet Duplo. Duplo is Lego's, like, three-year-old version of Legos. No, I refuse the- to believe this. <laughs> I refuse to believe that you refuse to believe this. We're, we're cutting all this out to, to make room for my uh, four-hour dissertation on the Phantom Menace, right? No, that's standing alone, John. Okay. Yeah. That's the Christmas that's gonna episode. The that's that's going to be for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> that brings up an interesting tangent about the Sith rule of two. Now, you're going to remember that that was created by Darth Bane in the uh, Republic Sith War times. This was obviously pre-Galactic Empire. I want to get this uh, set in historical context. The Sith kept killing each other because as soon as you get more than two, they get too power hungry. The two team against the one and kill them. So Darth Bane said, all right, enough of this malarkey. We are going to have the rule of two so that there can only be a master and an apprentice. And when the apprentice is strong enough, he will kill the master and then go find another apprentice. How Count Dooku factors into this, I don't quite know yet. I'm still working on it. He had to have been in league with Darth Sidious at the time that he had Darth Maul as an apprentice, because as we all know, the machinations of the Clone Wars were actually started about 20 years prior when they used sifo identity to go to Kamino. Mark, I just want to say, <laughs> if you don't edit all of the uh, four-hour dissertation back together and leave it in bits as John has delivered it, this podcast is going to make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I, was just, I think what you're going to have to do is like the one week that I can't do it just <laughs> splice in some of my patented episode one commentary. I'll, I'll be honest, I was just waiting for him to stop and then so we could pause so there would be a clean edit point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that John Rooney. always oh, talking about Star Wars. What a jerk face. He's not here to defend himself, so I can say whatever I want. John Rooney's a jerk face. Patrick Bromley, good guy. Mark Rosendahl, shithead. Moving on. This next little bit comes from our RoboCop episode, and it was cut out because even for us, it digressed way too far from what we were talking about. It begins with a discussion of how we feel about the sounds robots make and how we kind of miss those, and then gets into all sorts of crazy stuff. You'll see. You can actually hear us trying to get back on track, but the conversation itself has become sentient and refuses to let us do so. So please enjoy. Cue next kind of sound effect, because I'm out of cartoon sound effects. 
Well, and this made me realize I missed something that I never realized I missed so much, which is robots that clearly have servos in them that make noise every time they move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is glorious. It is something that went away that I think we desperately need to get back to. I'm talking about the old C-3PO RoboCop. Oh, yeah. It is great. A generation from now, school children will not be able to impersonate robots effectively, and that is a real tragedy for all of us. Well, just think of it, it's like this. It's like hybrid cars. You know, growing up for us, when you wanted to uh, imitate a car, it was... And now if you want to imitate a car, it's just... You're just running in circles yelling, I have great gas mileage, I have great gas mileage, plug in my lithium battery, please. <laughs> that's that's it. That's how kids in the future will imitate cars, and that angers me so much. Especially because the Jetsons made an explicit promise that all cars would go. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know what, Tesla? I don't need a self-driving car. I just need a car that goes. Update your firmware, idiots! <laughs> I like how you've got no designs on the fact that those cars could travel in space. Just want the sound effect. Listen, I'm setting reasonable expectations for my future, Patrick. Also, you don't want to anger Elon Musk too much. He is one bad review away from being complete supervillain. Well, and he's building that, that giant um, magnetic railway in uh, Southern California. Yeah, the, the uh, Hyperloop. All yeah. he needs to do is switch his bad guy lever to point it towards some Capitol building, <laughs> and it is a missile of death. I, I feel like his move is pointed towards core of planet. <laughs> or just digs through the earth. <laughs> Stops the core of the planet from spinning. Like that movie, Core? And that's how we get the movie, The Core. The Core is a prequel to Elon Musk. <laughs> I did it. I tied it all together, guys. RoboCop! Anyway. Is the movie we were watching. Now do Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I know there's a dumb kid with a dumb scar on his head, and he does magic tricks? <laughs> yep. It's, a, it's actually a prequel to Now You See Me. <laughs> Which he is in the sequel of, this theory carries much more weight than I originally thought. Can I just say real quick? Internet, stop everything you're doing. <laughs> I just want to say this real fast. It really makes me mad that the sequel to Now You See Me is not called Now You Don't. Yeah. The yeah, fact, that is infuriating. The fact that it's called Now You See Me 2, like the number 2, and it's Yeah, it's not, even, it's not even T-O-O, right, because even that would be acceptable. Yeah, they could have gone the Teen Wolf 2 route, the Teen Wolf <laughs> also route. Look who's talking to. Right, yeah, exactly. They could have gone the also route, but instead they just went the... <laughs> that's what they did. That's what the route they went. Anyways, what a number of great movies you guys just discussed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Were any of them RoboCop? <laughs> oh, shit, so. we should talk about RoboCop. That's a dope movie. <laughs> it really is. You guys so ever see awesome. RoboCop? <laughs> <laughs> I might have caught it on TBS one night. Yeah. <laughs> then, sir, you have not seen RoboCop. <laughs> there is... So, this movie is rated R. Rated hard R. Oh, yes, that's But true. this was the, like, trimmed down for mass consumption version? Correct. So, the movie, as it was originally shot, uh, got an X rating from the MPAA and required 12 different edits until they were able to get it down to an, an R rating. 
And I just love to think of like one MPAA guy that had to watch all twelve cuts. Yeah, of this yeah movie, I know, right? Just shaking back and forth. <laughs> there is a god, and he loves me. I know it. I know it. This is a test. This is a test. I am going to pass. Heaven awaits me. This is all going to be okay. <laughs> All right, this next little hunk comes from our most recent full-length episode for Jarop Zone. Uh, the first little bit is just a little conjecture on what might have happened to the homeless people after de Blasio and or Giuliani took office in New York. And then the next more substantive bit is about how John Rooney does nothing, I do everything, and apparently I'm not too happy about it after I've had a few beers. Enjoy! Cue dumb sound effects! <laughs> Yo, see, Ju- de Blasio might have just, like, sent them away. Giuliani just made the hobos disappear. <laughs> They're just gone. He banished them into the sewers where they ride yeah. the rails like subway pirates. <laughs> Go read Seven Soldiers of Victory if you want context for that joke. I was just gonna say he turned them into Morlocks. I've never even heard of that book. It is <laughs> delightful. It sounds like steampunk bullshit. Oh, it is not. It is Grant Morrison losing his mind while writing a comic book. Oh, so a regular Grant Morrison a book. A regular Grant Morrison <laughs> book. On. Okay, moving on, moving on. It's, yeah, it's the yeah, Die Hard. It is. That's how yeah, he kills uh, Carl's brother. Yeah, poor Carl's brother. Yeah. <laughs> The one with the hair. Let's have a moment of silence for Carl's brother. Audience, write in and say if we edited out the moment of silence. (laughs) (laughs) Or alternately, if you have your uh, iPod plugged in through your tape deck and that moment of silence caused your car stereo to try to flip the tape. John, for somebody who has nothing to do with any of our social media presence or, or reaching out to our audience, you spend an awful lot of time reaching out to our audience just with your voice here, where they cannot respond to you. No, You're basically the king of empty questions. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm telling you what to say. Tell it to Mark. He'll deal with it later. Spoken like a man who's tired of answering or responding <laughs> to answers to John's questions. To be fair, nobody answers John's questions. They're impossible Audience. to answer. <laughs> Write in and tell Mark that you will answer my questions. Mark is looking at the laptop so that he can timestamp this sequence and edit all of it out. But we know you can still hear us. Audience, if you can still hear us, <laughs> clap twice. All right, this last little bit comes to us. We're going back, way back, back in the times to when we discussed Predator. The first uh, little hunk of this is uh, my feelings on Predator and Predator 2. And finally, my future of my acting career is discussed and promptly shot down. Please enjoy this last little nugget of gold. Sound effect! We should point out, I guess, real quick that the Predator uh, Predator is part of a larger franchise. There's the movie Predator. There's its sequel, Predator 2. There is uh, a third sequel that came later called Predators. And, of course, there's Alien vs. Predator and its sequel, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, what's your uh, position on Predator 2? It's fucking awful, and specifically the Predator from Predator 2 is awful. We covered this on another podcast. I don't remember which one. I'm going to say it again. The Predator from Predator 1 takes out Carl Weathers, Sonny Landon, Bill Duke... 
He takes out Shane Black. He pretty much takes out Schwarzenegger because even though the Predator blows himself up at the end, Schwarzenegger is definitely dying from radiation poisoning. That Predator wins. The Predator from Predator 2 can't beat the dream team of Bill Paxton, Gary Busey, and Danny Glover. He gets punched to death by Danny Glover. It's the most ridiculous thing on the planet and I and to be fair, I do own that movie and I do love it. But as a as a pre, it, not as a Predator movie, like it's a great weird alternate reality version of the Predator movie. Because uh, Predator is up there. It's fucking great. I love this movie. It's amazing. Predator Two is just like no look at Danny Glover. He said I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I did miss in this movie that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did not use his immortal catchphrase. Ice to see you. <laughs> That's true, yeah, yeah. But he did, he... <laughs> to be fair, though, he did say chill about 50 times. <laughs> so, let's, uh... He also says, get to the chopper about 4,000 times. Yeah. And kill me, kill me now! <laughs> That's gonna be my new audition monologue for any audition from here on out is the Arnold Schwarzenegger kill me now monologue from Predator. Just until they say thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine the balls on someone to walk into an audition and they'll be like, all right, uh, just state your name and what you're going to be doing. Hi, my name is Mark Rosenthal. I am going to be doing a selection from Predator by Jim and John Thomas. <clears throat> Do it! I'm here! I'm right here! Kill me! Kill me now! Do it! Did you guys see that sweet moment before where I got into character? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was very impressive. We'll keep your headshot on file. Uh, uh, Fantastic, great. Uh, should I call you? No, no. Callbacks, no. callbacks will will go up probably this Saturday. Excellent. Uh, great. I'm free. I'll be there. Okay, great. Thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Thank you. I'm gonna uh, shake your hand now. No, please don't. Security <laughs> will see you out. Oh, thank you. Hey, are you guys gonna be in the movie too? <laughs> uh, please leave. <laughs> I did it! I'm in a movie! (laughs) And there it is, our first bonus episode. Oh, look at that. We made it together using teamwork and uh, alcohol, I'm sure. Uh, Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week, uh, back on our regular schedule, mini-sode, full episode, mini-sode, full episode, and so on, etc. for eternity at L-I-N-C limited registered trademark uh i think i covered my bases there just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast uh people who've left us reviews and ratings uh people who are following us on twitter liking us on facebook uh please continue to do so tell your friends really uh get everyone uh onto the body counts and beer train i know there's lots of movie podcasts about people drinking and watching movies but we think ours is pretty goddamn motherfucking great and i'm sorry for swearing like that that came out of nowhere but you know what gotta earn that explicit tag ladies and gentlemen thank you very much and good morning good afternoon good night good space if you're in space bye body counts and beer is patrick bromley john rooney and mark rosenthal please subscribe to us on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher radio anywhere fine podcasts are pervade like us on facebook follow us on twitter at body count cast and email us at body counts and beer at gmail.com